This day marks the end and the beginning. So this day marks the end of the third year of our seven-year vision. As you know, the last two years, we have been focusing very intentionally on what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. And now it's the beginning of the fourth year. Central in the life of every disciple is the gift and the blessing of the Mass and the Holy Eucharist. And we are going to spend this next year after Advent and Christmas, starting in January, we are going to go through the whole Mass together in order to understand how God is present, how God is working and loving us in every Mass and how we are invited to participate fully and wholeheartedly. This is going to be so important because as you and I know, 70-some percent of our Catholic sisters and brothers do not attend Mass. And those that do, among some of them, they will sometimes say that their experience is very boring. So we want to talk about this. And I guarantee you, if you come and open your heart to the teaching of Christ and his church about this blessing, it'll change forever how you attend and participate in Mass. But let's, together today on this feast, understand how this brings to a beautiful culmination these two years of discipleship. Jesus has revealed, and he says it in the very beginning of his ministry, when the first words out of his mouth are what? Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus has come to establish a kingdom. And he says very clearly to Pilate that this kingdom is not of this world. It cannot be understood through the worldly political categories that we are used to. In fact, it says that Jesus' kingship is over all the rulers of the world. The preface prayer that we will hear soon in the Mass describes this kingdom. It's a kingdom of truth and life. It's a kingdom of holiness and grace. It's a kingdom of justice, love, and peace. And you and I have been brought into this kingdom through the forgiveness of our sins by the blood of Jesus. And Jesus will even teach us that this kingdom of God is within. It's within you and within me. And he has commanded every disciple 
commanded you and I to pray constantly that this kingdom come. We pray this in the Our Father. Thy kingdom come. Because Jesus wants to extend his reign, not only over our hearts, but through us to extend it to many others. And this is what I want to talk about today. Now, we have talked in many ways about how God conquers us through many of the means of grace, how your prayer life and mine, how encountering Jesus in the Eucharist or in adoration, encountering him in confession, through meditation on the scriptures, how Jesus can conquer more of our thoughts, of the landscape of our hearts, our thoughts, our feelings and desires. But I want to talk today by way of several examples how God spreads spreads his kingdom through you and I. Have you seen those billboards around town that have been up for some time? It'll have a picture, for example, of Mother Teresa, and below it'll say, compassion, pass it on. Or it'll have someone that is a person of courage. It'll say, courage, pass it on. I love these billboards because this explains how the kingdom of God spreads For example, Jesus says to you and I that unless we become like children, we cannot be part of this kingdom. I cannot tell you how much the simple, trusting, innocent faith of children and of special needs, people of special needs, have conquered my heart in this area. Not only reminding me, but inspiring me and teaching me what it means to live childlike before God. The stinginess of my heart has been conquered so many times by the generosity of the people around me. People who are so generous, and many of you have that generosity, and it continually inspires others to be generous like you. Another example, when I was in the seminary, there were so many things to complain about. I'm telling you, we could have complained from, the, from sun up to sundown. But we formed a band of brothers where we would encourage each other to embrace the hardships and struggles of our life at that time as part of our share in the cross of Jesus. And we gave each other permission to call each other out if we started to complain or murmur. And it was through this band of brothers that God conquered that tendency that was in my heart to to complain about everything. And as we started to do this, we we began to 
inspire other seminarians to do the same. The kingdom of God was spreading. Another example, I spent some time with a religious community where they had a strict rule never to gossip or to criticize anybody. And if there was a concern about someone, that you would just carry them in prayer. And if one talked about them, it was only in order to help them and do them some good. And then you're thinking, okay, well, what do we talk about now? You begin to realize how much time we spend complaining and criticizing others. And it was through the witness of this community that allowed their hearts to be conquered in this area for God, that it spread to my heart. And then since then, I have been trying to help foster this in some of my friendships and relationships. The kingdom of God spreads. Another example, I love being around humble people. And it's usually the humble people that God puts in my life that has helped me to conquer my pride, those tendencies to promote ourselves, either through boasting or exaggeration or self-congratulations or that, that defending ourselves when someone pokes a hole in our ego by something that they've said. I love humble people because they help me to just be honest, to just be my true self, and sometimes to even laugh at myself and the ways that I fail and stumble and whatever. Through them, God has conquered more territory in my life and maybe through the little humility that I have, I can maybe inspire others to be more humble as well. The kingdom of God spreads. How many of you have met Archbishop Harry Flynn? Have you ever met him? By the way, please keep him in your prayers. As you know, he has cancer. Someone mentioned the other day that they think he has 900 lives. He comes to these moments where we think he's going to die, and then he recovers again. But please keep him in your prayers. This man truly has the gift of joyful, unconditional love. And many people have commented that when he would walk into a room, it was like a breath of fresh air. My dear friends, we all know that there can be a sadness and a heaviness that weighs upon us through the cares and the worries of life. And then someone like Archbishop Flynn walks in the room with his joyful lightheartedness. And it's contagious. It lifts up your heart. It helps you to forget your cares for a moment. And then we find ourselves becoming more joyful 
and looking at life more positively and more lovingly. The kingdom of God spreads. This is how it happens. And God wants you and I not only to be part of this kingdom, but to help it spread. And so as we receive Jesus in the Eucharist today, is there something in your life, something in my life, that Jesus would like to extend his reign more fully, some more land to conquer, so that you and I can be a witness of the life of God and to extend his kingdom to other people. Amen.